This recording is intended to be used as an educational resource for healthcare providers. It is in no way a substitute for the independent decision making and judgment of a qualified healthcare professional. It should not be used to make a diagnosis or to overrule the advice of a qualified healthcare provider, nor should it be used to provide advice for emergency medical treatment. Hello, my name is Maeve Gianregorio. I am the clinical coordinator here at Boston Children's Hospital in the Heart Center program. As a former graduate of the Nursing Science Fellowship, I'm delighted to introduce to you my Nursing Science Fellowship mentors, Dr. Jean Connor and Dr. Sandra Mott. Dr. Connor is the Director of Nursing Research for Cardiovascular and Critical Care Patient Services at Boston Children's Hospital. Dr. Connor received her PhD in 2003 from Columbia University School of Nursing in New York and completed her postdoctoral training through the Harvard-wide Pediatric Health Services Research Fellowship Program in Boston, Mass. Her program of research focuses on the development and implementation of nursing quality measurement and the work of nursing as it relates to patient outcomes. Dr. Mott is a nurse scientist in cardiovascular and critical care patient services at Boston Children's Hospital. Dr. Mott received her PhD in 2002 from University of Rhode Island School of Nursing. Her career spans over 40 years in the academic role with the last 34 years championing nursing care of children and families in the School of Nursing at Boston College in Chestnut Hill, Massachusetts. Her program of research focuses on the parental per perception of caring for the complex, chronically ill child following cardiovascular surgery over time. Following retirement from Boston College, Dr. Mott was not ready to retire from the profession and returned to Boston Children's Hospital to offer her skills in qualitative research for the advancement of pediatric nursing research. In 2011, following retirement from Boston College, Dr. Mott joined Dr. Connor in constructing a formal nursing science fellowship to support nurses in a program of nursing science inquiry. Welcome, Jean and Sandy, to this Open Pediatrics Forum. It's really a pleasure to be here and participating in this program with you. Thank, Thank you. you. Would you be able to take a few moments to explain to myself and the viewers a little bit about how the fellowship was conceptualized? Yes. So we set out with a strong purpose. Um, the suggestion when we started really talking about this idea um, was in a very formal way, develop a, a purpose, an outcome, objectives, um, to, to really allow all to see as clearly as possible what we were you know, going mm -hmm. to be doing. Um, I think that when we thought about these things early on, um, we had a sense that this was, you know, that that right step. And I think since its inception in 2009, um, it has continued to prove itself that those early thoughts were really, um, you know, right in what we were trying to do. And I have to agree with you. I think it was uh, clearly... Um an innovative and kind of life-changing idea for me being a participant of the fellowship and really seeing that connection between clinical inquiry and clinical practice is really something that's changed how I approach um, my everyday work um, as, a, as a bedside nurse and as a leader. So I clearly have been very, you know, seen the benefit of these great ideas that have now become more formal. Well, Jean and I were both committed to the concept that the Truth of the universe is to quote Jean, is <laughs> is at the bedside, and it's the nurses who are providing the direct care. 
in all dimensions that have the questions. Mm -hmm. And what they don't have is the formal knowledge of how to answer those questions. So we decided that if we pro surround them with that, and a huge part of the program is that one-to-one -one mentorship that is provided, and give them the rigor and walk them through the process, that it would all be good, that the outcomes would, would be positive, that they could be generalized, they could be, they would be disseminated, and that there was nothing that says that bedside nurses cannot do research as long as they're working it with a team that has the science background. Yes, I absolutely agree. I think the um, benefit and the what we learned from a you know clinical inquiry standpoint was you know clearly amazing and really changed how we think about practicing at the bedside as nurses. Um, but the mentorship, as Jean mentioned, was. Um, really something, I don't know if that was part of how you mm -hmm. thought about the program in the beginning, but clearly one of the things that many fellows continue to talk about is the professional development and the advantages of having that one-on-one -on -one mentorship, not only from clinical inquiry, but our kind of professional growth as nurses, which has really been a huge um, benefit and something that lots of fellows continue to talk about. I think what was important in that early thinking is that we wanted the fellowship to be very practical, mm -hmm. a, a very practical experience in that, um, yes, there were didactic components, as Sandy mentioned, um, that all of the fellows experienced, but at the same time, we wanted the fellows to experience that true mentorship, mm -hmm. um, as well as completing, going through each phase and answering their, their question, whether it be a research question, an improvement science question, um, an evidence-based process, um, that at that experience should be just as practical as the mentorship. Mm -hmm. And that to understand on how that mentorship continues. So although we propose the fellowship to be a two-year experience, um, as anyone knows who's truly been mentored, your mentors are for life. And to how to develop that relationship and how to grow that community um, by being mentored and then continuing to mentor others that you know come under you. Um, and so I think that was an, a very important part of that structured experience that there would be dedicated mentorship and that they would experience that at a very high level. This is a good time to stop and ask our viewers to participate in the discussion. Please state your name, country, and city, and then please tell us about mentors in your hospital and how they are utilized. And now we're back with Jean and Sandy. You mentioned a little bit um, about the didactic portion and the structure of the program. So would you be able to elaborate a little bit about the actual structure of the program and how we use didactic portion as well as you know clinical inquiry portions? Well, as I designed the, the curriculum, it was like, how do you give this content to people who aren't in a formal educational program? Mm -hmm. And so we came up with the idea of having these quarterly forums where we would introduce the concepts and give really a, a bird's eye view of what was involved in quality improvement science, what was components, what was involved in original research. 
and the different forms that original research takes, mm -hmm. and also with evidence-based practice. Um, so we wanted to introduce all of this terminology and these concepts to the nurses. So we figured we would do that in a sort of sequential way through the quarterly forums. No way would they be able to be expert in all of this. It was more familiarizing them with the language and the concepts. And clearly, once they identified their question, they would become very knowledgeable of one of these methods through the mentorship. Mm -hmm. And so it was more one-on-one -on -one that they would gain that um, specific knowledge. And I think that that was a, a wonderful moment of the fellowship was being exposed to all the different ways of researching a question and really um, choosing the right methodology for your question. And as someone who recently finished their master's in science of nursing program, yes. um, I have to say that one of the real benefits of the fellowship was it's impossible to kind of do every type of research on your own in one semester of graduate school. But through the fellowship, you would really experience all the fellows, the way they ask questions, the methodology they were going to use. And so you could kind of vicariously learn through their um, experiences and still really feel like you were exposed to a lot of different styles, qualitative, quantitative, and the different types of, you know, research methods that we use. So I have to say it was really, um, the didactic portion was really, in my opinion, beyond what I was able to get in graduate school. Mm -hmm. This is a good time to stop and ask our viewers to participate in the discussion. Please state your name, country, and city, and then please tell us if you have an experience like this in your hospital. If you do have a program like this in your hospital, please describe with the rest of us. And now let's return to our guests, Jean and Sandy. Um, in terms of the structure of the program, is there anything beyond the didactic portion that you think would be important to share with the viewers? I think much of the, the fellowship was formed not only in conversation with Sandy, um, but just my own postdoctoral experience. And something that was a very important part of that experience uh, was something that was called works in progress. And the works in progress was this idea of having fellows as they were developing their project or whatever phase they were mm -hmm. in their project, present those ideas to the forum, to, to the fellowship. And so I think something that has become a favorite of yes. the fellows um, <laughs> is the, the works in progress, because it really allows this community of ideas to come together mm -hmm. and really develop skills and dissemination. So how does one present themselves? How does one present their ideas? But at the same time, have a very interactive, committed thought about that individual's area of interest and, and how to help improve it, how to help see things that maybe the fellow couldn't see. So in addition to our uh, nursing scientist faculty, who we should mention, um, although it really began the idea with Sandy and I as being the core mentors, it has um, continued to grow in our um, nurse scientist faculty yeah. support with Dr. Michelle DeGrazia, Dr. Meg McCabe, and Dr. Uh, Deborah LaJoy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, 
But in addition to all of the nurse scientists who are, who are faculty, we um, invite other nurse scientists that work at the, mm -hmm. at the hospital, as well as our uh, nursing administrative leaders mm -hmm. and who are just so committed and so impactful in the thinking of projects as they're happening. Um, so it, and, and the clinical experts. So it really is a great forum that not only the fellows are benefiting, but just that collective thought of how do we move our science and practice together. So I, I think that we have consistently thought the works in progress are important at each of the quarterly yeah. uh, forums. We recently did an evaluation of the fellowship yeah. with the current active fellows. And the one thing that they uh, mentioned the most was the works in progress. Mm -hmm. They found that to be so stimulating and so helpful. And sometimes in our works in progress, when things haven't gone well for right. a particular project, yeah. we have them present that because that also is a very valuable learning experience. The lived experience of yes. clinical inquiry, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. And they have appreciated that because they you know, prepares them for the fact that, you know, clinical inquiry isn't always a smooth highway. There are lots of bumps, mm -hmm. and that's to be expected, and that's normal, and we grow from it. Um, so that the works in progress is very important in the learning experience. The other thing we've started doing is inviting some of the graduate fellows mm. to come back and share their works in progress. Some of it is what they did during the fellowship. Some of it is what they are currently doing beyond the fellowship. Mm -hmm. So that it isn't a program that ends in two years. It's a program that is just beginning after two years. Absolutely, I agree. Um, once a fellow, always a fellow. <laughs> um, and I have to say the works in progress was really um, an essential element of learning mm -hmm. and professional development. Um, when I first started as a fellow in 2012, with um, Anna Fisk and Dennis Doherty, who we'll hear from later in the program. Um, I remember Dennis vividly thinking or rethinking mm -hmm. if he had made a good choice to be in the fellowship <laughs> when we were presented with what we needed to have ready for the works yeah. in progress. And yeah. we were all very nervous to yeah. present what we were doing right. um, with uh, other leaders in the hospital, including Dr. Patty Hickey mm -hmm. and um, Dr. Martha Curley. Yes. Um, so it really was a, an, a really important part of, as you said, Sandy, even when things are not always going well, mm -hmm. how do you share that with your community mm -hmm. of researchers yeah. and have feedback and, and even just to present work in front of people is a really important right. moment as well. Right. And, you know, and I would say that with each group and maybe just to explain um, how, how does the fellowship work and you know, us starting in 2009, it actually started just with one person, one experience. But at each uh, group of fellows that we have brought through, and since that original um, experience in 2009, we um, had our, our, our next group, which as you mentioned was you and, and Dennis and Anna, um, we've learned with each group. And I think that that has been important for Sandy and I, who were, always evaluating the process. You know, mm -hmm. were we, you know, really capturing the opportunity as best possible? Were there things that we needed to think through? Um, but what was exciting to us is that each of the fellows were unique. Um, and I think if um, we're gonna be hearing from Dennis and Anna and, and other fellows, um, that, that will probably come out, that mm -hmm. there was, 
um, something that was different for each of the fellows. And I think that was important that although we provided this structured experience, um, that it was a unique experience for each person um, in how it um, developed their knowledge around inquiry um, and advancing their own practice, but also their professional development was something very exciting for yeah, Sandy and I to much. see. Um, and that it was replicated in each fellow that came mm -hmm. through the program. Yeah. Um, that there was something that happened that was extremely positive and has really continued to inform their thinking. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know? This is a good time to stop and ask our viewers to participate in the discussion. Please state your name, country, and city, and then tell us how you are advancing the science of nursing in your hospital. Now we return to Jean and Sandy. You're mentioning other fellows, so I think it would really be a great time to talk about the overall growth of the program and the different types of fellows that we've had in the program. And um, I know that it's kind of actually gone beyond Boston Children's Hospital. Yes, yes it has. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, again, I think um, we had the, that one fellow, mm -hmm. uh, Christine Lagrasta, who I, I think maybe is we're also here from yes, in, in the yeah, yeah. right. Um, and then we were still very focused in our experience in the cardiovascular and critical care areas, and so that was um, the reflection of what the next group was that I, I think we formally started in 2012. So right. Christine was in 2009, but then 2012. And really the fellowship um, started to grow through mm -hmm. the fellows. It was actually that word of mouth. And so people started hearing about it across our hospital right. and were interested, wanting to know, well, you know, what what is it that the fellowship that's going on? And, and really saw, although we started in a concentrated area of pediatric care, it was a very generalizable idea mm -hmm. so that all our nursing specialties thought that there was a benefit yes, to this experience. Mm -hmm. And so really with uh, the leadership of Dr. Patty Hickey and the other nurse executives, really allowing an opportunity across the organization um, that we had um, nurses from our emergency department. Um, and it still was very much so focused as a bedside clinical uh, role uh, opportunity. Um, but then again, this idea of a structured mentorship mm -hmm. inquiry, understanding that all nursing roles are evidence-based roles and that they um, practice in that evidence-based way. So we then had um, nurses um, from our administrative areas, mm -hmm. um, from our clinical from nurse specialists. Right. And so um, I think once that happened, it really became seen as a hospital organization wide mm -hmm. opportunity, which really enhanced the fellowship in a way that it really truly was a community at that point right. of nurses from across coming together. And again, finding more similarity um, than differences in, in their practice that I, I think was very powerful, um, not only for the fellows, but for us to for say. And and the leaders. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that we've gone beyond yes. our borders. <laughs> and, and I do think um, that ha also has been an exciting opportunity. Mm -hmm. We've had uh, fellows um, from other hospitals across the country, right. but then also internationally. Exactly. 
And again, I think that's just enriched the conversation and Absolutely. the community mm -hmm. of pediatric nurses committed to inquiry. Um, so I think today we've enrolled 51 fellows. Yes. Um, and we have um, a number, I think, important outcomes. So this whole Definitely. idea of evaluation. Um, Practices just, can change. Just like any nurse scientist, right? you're always <laughs> evaluating. And so we really started to think about um, what were the outcomes that we were seeing. And we were seeing inconsistency in the outcomes that I think was also important to the, the whole fellowship structure mm -hmm. and that the commitment to dissemination, the projects that were uh, being um, completed were uh, very well received at national meetings, international meetings, um, in the form of manuscripts. Mm -hmm. And as part of this uh, fellowship experience, we wanted to give them that full experience of a researcher. So not only developing the proposal, but seeking funding. Um, and so it is almost a standard part. I would say it probably is a standard part it that all of our fellows part, I think. have uh, submitted their project for funding consideration mm -hmm. and, and have been very yeah. successful. And I think that has been a very empowering and productive experience. Um, we talked a little bit about the professional development. Yeah. And again, not a requirement, but we have seen many of our fellows, sometimes during the fellowship itself, right. Right. Uh, seek um, uh, further academic um, preparation. You had mentioned like your you did, own, right? <laughs> yes. um, and so again, not a requirement. But I think once the fellow saw the, um, the, the value, if you will, and really understanding inquiry and how powerful it could be to your practice, whatever mm -hmm. your role was, um, they could then understand that further academic right. preparation in they a way that they couldn't before, almost. They and often said that now they had the beginning of their tool chest and they needed to add to it. They realized that although they had declared that they were never going back to school, that now they were actually excited to go back yeah. to school because they knew what they needed to learn mm -hmm. and they knew what opportunities laid ahead for them. And so they went on and got their, de their degrees or are currently in their programs. Yes. Uh, I think uh, they are, test I think one of the, Anna will mention that she started out as an associate degree and is now um, a doctoral candidate. Right. Absolutely. So, um, and that was all because of the experiences that she had in the fellowship and realizing that, yes, I have questions and I can answer them. Mm -hmm. And I am learning how to answer even more of them. Right. So that has been contagious. And many of the uh, fellows are you know, coming back and talking about, okay, I know I want to go back to school. What? What are my options? How do I manage this? What's right. a good time? Right. And so forth. So they also say that they have changed their way of thinking. They now think differently. They think about their care differently. They think about the possibilities and ways to improve care and advance the science. And that's, a, <clears throat> that's really, as I think you mentioned at the beginning, a life-changing experience. Right. And I do absolutely agree. I know we've had other conversations about this, but I think the way that you 
um, start thinking and just kind of um, questioning and knowing that there could be other ways to approach any problem, um, using evidence to kind of drive your decisions and to drive your actions really resonates throughout the whole program. And it is something where I think once you've been exposed to that kind of thinking, you really can't go back. We've kind of talked about the toddler who starts to walk doesn't go back to crawling. You right. just kind of keep moving forward right. with your development. And I think that, you know, the fellowship has been really, you know, a, a wonderful catalyst for a lot of great thinkers and formalizing their education and advancing their, their careers as well, which I don't know if that was an intended outcome, but it certainly has been um, a very big part of it. And, and I think we've seen it yeah. with each of our fellows. Exactly. Um, I think um, the impact, so when you talk about the impact, it's the individual impact, mm -hmm. but just as exciting to see that in each of our fellows is to truly see an impact in our care at mm -hmm. all different ways. And so we've now reached a point where we have able to disseminate our outcomes and the true impact on practice. And mm -hmm. so how practice has changed um, because of that fellow's question, mm -hmm. because of that fellow's challenging the given, saying, okay, I know this is how we've always yep. done it, but is there a better way? Is there a better way that the patient and family can experience that optimal outcome? And I think that has been very rewarding, not only to the fellows, but how we think about our science, that mm -hmm. you know, how we're truly advancing that mission and vision. Um, and, I, and I think that's been very important um, to our story. Absolutely, I really agree with that. It's really been something that I, and again, going back to when you were talking about the fellowship expanding across the hospital, part of the um, benefit of being involved in a, 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 an experience that really involves everyone from the hospital, and even when I was in the fellowship, there was a nurse from Florida who was enrolled. Um, it really just gives you this broader network of professionals that mm -hmm. you can yes. share your idea with, um, talk through problems, and even um, on a practical level, mm -hmm. knowing people throughout the hospital and even knowing I have a friend in Florida if I wanted to ask her how they're you know, looking mm -hmm. at a certain problem. You, know, you have all these other colleagues that you can reach out to, and I think that that's part of the professional development and broadening your network of nursing professionals has also been really um, an, an unintended outcome of the program, which has really probably been one of the most impactful mm -hmm. as well. And, and I think we're at a point where the fellowship, um, in, in many ways, because of the graduates, continues to give back. Yes. And so that's you know been an exciting part of this whole idea of how we continue to grow our profession. Mm -hmm. um, the fellows uh, know right from day one how much I admire uh, Florence Nightingale. <laughs> and her um, really, you know, just she has put forward so many important ideas. But this whole idea that every day we have an opportunity mm -hmm. to advance our science. And so um, tradition is part of the fellowship. <laughs> and so as Sandy mentioned, inquiry can be quite challenging. And that whole idea of what do we need to focus on in those moments. So each of our fellows receives a plaque mm -hmm. um, with 
the, um, one of what I find Florence's most impactful statements about progress and that we have an opportunity in our nursing every year, every month, every week. I think I updated it to every day. Um, take my word for it, we're going back. And I, and I think that's the kind of message that we want our nurses to know, that mm -hmm. it really is up to us as professionals, that yeah. there's an accountability to that. Yeah. Um, and experiencing the fellowship allows, empowers them to, to really meet that charge. I agree. Let's stop here and listen to what some of our former fellows have to say about their experience in the program. The most meaningful thing for me, I, I think, was the ability to take the time to think about a complex problem and work it through using research methodology. As a nursing director, I usually run from thing to thing trying to solve problems. And the fellowship gave me the opportunity to take a minute, pause, think about the question, uh, and think about how I might solve it in a different way than I do in my everyday job. I think it's taught me a lot of uh, skills that I maybe needed to refine. Um, I was able to effectively use research methodology to solve a complex problem that was important to me and my clinical area. I think it's also helped me um, be a role model for staff that I work with in, in my programs because as a director, I was there with people who were finishing the fellowship and then as I left, people were starting the fellowship. I think the most meaningful part of the fellowship was the mentoring that I received and the role models that I was able to, to follow. When I started the fellowship, I, um, I didn't realize I needed a mentor. I didn't realize the power of, that a mentor could provide. And research is not done in a vacuum. It's not done in a silo. You have to have a whole team of experts to help you with your one research question, whether it has five aims or just one simple aim. Um, so I think one of the biggest things that I've really learned and I've been taking, I've been able to take away from this, the fellowship is that, is that teamwork. So when I started the fellowship, I was getting my master's as um, a nurse practitioner. And then I've been working as a nurse practitioner for the past five years. And then this past year, I started in the doctoral nursing practice program at Northeastern too. So that's, you know, the fellowship has opened windows, um, opened doors, so to speak. To, to do more, to, to answer my questions, help me answer my, my research questions, or help answer any kind of practice questions. Um, you know, we always say we challenge the givens, and, you know, and uh, Florence Nightingale always, has always said that, you know, we're a never finished nurses, we're all, we should always be asking, and I feel um, because of the mentorship that I've had and because of the strong role models, I've, I know now that I should be asking those questions. I have the confidence to ask them. And I also know that I can go outside my program and start making using the connections that I've made to help me answer my questions. So one of the best things about the fellowship is the resources you have. You quickly learn that it does take a village. Patty kind of sparked my interest and let me believe that I could move further despite the fact that I had not been in school for over 25 years. And then you meet the team of the research fellowship and you find out that Jean Connor can tell you anything you want to know about quantitative research and get really excited when numbers came, which at the beginning, because I hadn't returned to school, I really didn't know what they meant, but I believed her when she said they were good. 
And then Sandy is able, has so much history. She has history in the hospital. And one of my projects was a qualitative project that is totally something that she excels in. And she was really able to hear what I was hearing from my parents that I interviewed and really understand it, really help me be able to take the data I found that isn't quantitative, it isn't a number, it's people's opinions and what they say and what they think and what they feel and what I got out of their conversations and really turn that into research. The funny thing is it's, that's exactly what nurses do every day. We hear what parents say all day and we sort of factor that all in and put it in our sort of mind bank of things to know and she's able to take those thoughts and be able to show you that it's research. You've learned something that we didn't know about parents and be able to produce it and share it with others. And then we met others like Michelle DeGrazia who does a lot of products and if you'd say, well, I'd really love to make something that would help this work better, now you know the expert to go to look at that. And it really helps you go outside of your sort of comfort zone. For me, doing ICU, where a lot of our um, nurse researchers and nurse scientists hadn't done, I sort of had a little bit I could share too. And you learn that. You learn that everybody has an expertise and a viewpoint that's valid that's going to help you further research and further the care of children, which is why we're all here. The most meaningful thing in the Nursing Science Fellowship was the... Um, support and empowerment that I got from my mentors. It was, I always kind of, if I was thinking about it before the science fellowship, I had a lot of ideas about ways that I wanted to um, help nursing colleagues, how I wanted to um, improve the work experience of my colleagues that I work with. They took a vested interest in me and had a, it was an, an empowering way. I never left the, a meeting with the nurse scientist and not, you know, sort of been proud about the work I was doing or the ideas that I had, even if I went into it feeling like, oh, I'm not doing a good job at this. So I, one of the most important things is the, um, the support and the empowerment that it brought. So I think that's really impressive what those four fellows have just spoken about to the fellowship. How does that make you feel? How do you, do you sense that kind of impact that you have on these fellows as they work through the program? You know, I think we have the, the pleasure yeah. um, of so many interactions and conversations with the fellows. And I think to, to hear it in this context, actually it is extremely it's powerful. Warmly satisfying. And, 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 and very validating um, that there is um, a very important way to think about our profession and the growth of not only the practice and advancing the science, but also the individual. And I think all of those things together have the opportunity for that best patient outcome and, and family experience. Yes. So I think for us to hear this, it, it really is quite rewarding and knowing mm -hmm. that we are having a part, right, in that overall experience. Yes, and we often, you know, sort of reflect on the various fellows and their experiences. Mm -hmm. As we go through the program, we comment on their growth and yeah. their aha moments when all of a sudden something came together for them yeah. and the excitement that that uh, right. engenders. Yeah. 
So that, you know, that's our perspective of them. Mm -hmm. But now to hear it from them is very gratifying. Mm -hmm. Because, as we mentioned earlier, this is one of our most important aspects of our our job. We We really feel that uh, providing this to the staff nurses and nurses of all levels, all roles throughout the hospital is so very important. And it will advance the science of nursing, especially the science of pediatric nursing, Mm -hmm. which is our goal. Wonderful. Let's go now to Dr. Patricia Hickey, who has provided some thoughts on the fellowship. Dr. Hickey is the Vice President and Associate Chief Nurse at Boston Children's Hospital and a co-founder of the fellowship program. To date, we've had um, almost 60 nurses enrolled in the fellowship and 39 graduates. So across the Department of Nursing and Patient Care Services, we have uh, graduates of the Nursing Science Fellowship uh, continuing to examine important questions, participate in improvement science projects, and really help to advance uh, nursing science and clinical inquiry uh, across the whole department of nursing in every specialty. So as we move forward into the future, it will be important that we have staff nurses who are well-equipped and knowledgeable in the nursing science process so that they can advance important questions, develop those questions, and participate in improvement science projects Uh, all for the benefit of the patients and families that we care for, as well as uh, important innovative ways to deliver care into the future. And now we return with Jean and Sandy. Dr. Hickey is a great support for the fellowship. Can you tell us a little bit about her role in this program? I think it was from that first conversation. Um, She has been just extremely supportive. She is such a visionary for Mm -hmm. how we think about our practice. And when I started speaking to her about this original experience in 2009 with the one nurse, and I I remember exactly saying to her that I I think we can actually enhance this, um, grow this with Dr. Sandy Mott coming. And she was the first to say, yes, we need to do this. And she has continued to really support it at every level. She herself is a nurse scientist in that she has developed an amazing program of research. And she truly makes it a point to interact with the fellows in the fellowship forums. Um, She herself has mentored some of the fellows Mm -hmm. in different portions of their project. Um, and she advocates for this at the leadership level with our other nurse executives and has really been a champion for having this uh, funded um, through our, um, our hospital nursing chair, um, the Eileen Sporing Carpenter um, chair. So I think of all the amazing um, contributions we've had um, to our fellowship, um, she, she clearly has led the way and continues. continues. And I think at the, at the times of graduation, um, she is there to um, mm-hmm. really celebrate um, the achievement of the fellows completing the two-year program. So it really is um, quite wonderful to have her as an active 
support, but really a partner in this. I agree. I really enjoyed the time she came and spoke when I was a fellow sharing her own research. And she certainly is very um, motivational and inspirational in terms of um, for, uh, con continuing with more education. I think she has some motto similar to one degree every decade. Um, <laughs> so I have to think about that's, what I'm doing next decade. Yeah, but um, yeah. but she obviously is very supportive of this program and truly inspirational to all of us. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful sharing these stories and experiences that um, I personally was able to have. And I hope the viewers are able to really understand what a really innovative and impactful program this has been at Boston Children's Hospital nationally and now internationally. And congratulations to you and the other nursing scientists, fellow, uh, actually nursing scientists, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who are leading this program. Um, I just cannot tell you enough how much it has meant to me personally, but just knowing that um, so many people in our hospital are talking about it, it comes up mm -hmm. as regular conversation yeah. piece and really something that's just making a huge difference here for nursing at Boston Children's Hospital. No, it's our pleasure. It's I our think pleasure. it's one think of our... Uh, it's our highlight of really uh, job description. Yeah, the fellowship. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This recording is a production of Open Pediatrics, a free and open access resource for pediatric clinicians worldwide. For more pediatric care materials or to join our global community, please visit our website at openpediatrics.org. Thank you.